Welcome to The Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB pro figure athlete turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. Happy birthday, dear Fulfillment Project. Woohoo! Yes, that is right. We have just hit the one year mark of this show being released. Uh, I announced it to the world on June 12th, 2018, and I am filled with a lot of gratitude and excitement. But I'm going to be honest, I'm actually kind of nervous because I am about to shift the entire identity of this show. So on this show today, I'm going to go through identity shifting, and I actually want to give you permission to identity shift yourself and what you're doing anytime you want. And then we're actually going to get into the premise of this whole show, which is letting you know the difference between personal development and spiritual development, or at least my own interpretation of it, and perhaps allow you to open up into a different world that maybe you're tipping your toes into, maybe that you've been curious about, or maybe that you have no idea is even there. So let me digress a little bit. And I'm going to be completely transparent and open and honest with you. I have felt a disconnect to this show. And it's not a disconnect to you and showing up and serving you and and talking and and sharing my message because I always love that. Like that's what's fueled me for the last 10 years of, of putting content out. But I've been disconnected to the messaging behind this show. And maybe perhaps that you you've been in this situation where you know that your business is run a certain way. So as an example, Joe and I are business coaches. We help fitness professionals and some other businesses outside of fitness grow and scale their business and allow them to set up like systems and structure and procedures and, and development within themselves so that they feel happy and fulfilled in, in building their business the way that they want. That's what we do in the business. But from the messaging that I've wanted to talk about on social media or even on this show has been more around personal and spiritual development of who you are. And sometimes we can get into fearful mode and I'm totally like I'm in this can of worms with you. I have been in fearful mode of talking too much just about personal and spiritual development as opposed to business because I felt like I have been, I would be confusing my marketing messages. And I am a marketing coach. That's what I do. I coach on marketing. I coach on strategies. I coach on getting your message out there and people actually paying attention to you. So from my own container of a box that I put myself in from time to time, I have been limiting myself and my voice and what I've been going through and what I've been really wanting to share with you out of fear out of not marketing myself clearly, um, out of confusing you. And this has been this internal like turmoil within myself. And when we have these internal turmoils, it actually cuts me off from creation. I don't get inspiration for content. And I end up in this conflicting mode with myself. 
Have you ever been there where you're like, oh, my business is this, but I want to talk about this over here. And I've actually recently just kind of given myself permission to show up and talk about whatever I want to talk about. And I had this when I was switching from fitness coaching into business coaching, this identity shift. And when we put ourselves out there as marketers or as this identity of of what people see us as, we ourselves can start putting labels on ourselves. And I'm quicker at realizing this with myself now, but I'm trying to be even faster at recognizing it and then releasing it and allowing myself to show up as exactly who I am in this moment in time. So this is me doing this with you live, open, and transparent with you right now. And I think it's important for us to talk about this because when you container yourself or put yourself in this box as to this is who I am and this is what people know me as and this is how I have to show up and this is how I have to act and this is who I am to the world, it blocks you off from evolving yourself as a person and as a soul. So I want to give you permission to maybe let down some of that resistance that you've had on yourself. Let down some of those critical things that you've been saying to yourself. Let down those walls and that container that perhaps you have built for yourself because of what you think other people's expectations are of you. We do this all the time. So let's do that. So this show... I originally came up with the name The Fulfillment Project in December of 2017, and then the show didn't air for six months afterwards. And I was like literally, I think I was in the shower or I was doing my makeup, I was in the bathroom, and I got this inspiration of The Fulfillment Project. That's what I want to talk about, that's the journey I have been on, and I really believe that that's what we are all after. We are after fulfillment and satisfaction and peace with our lives. And I've realized, and sorry, I'm going to digress for a second. I I came up with this idea that this is what I wanted to talk about. And I didn't even know what that meant to me. It was just this idea. It felt so awesome. It was one of those downloads, those hits. And I was like, oh, yes, like that's the name for the show. And then, you know, obviously I was talking a lot about marketing. There was some personal development stuff involved in all this, but I was very much staying on the message of what we did in our business so that you could see Sarah as the authority for marketing and trust her and come into our business. Like that's what we do for marketing, like full transparency. That's what marketing is. So I've been realizing more and more what fulfillment means for me. I've been massively into some spiritual development myself this year more than I ever have before. And I feel more called to fully, fully step into this show from, you know, year number two of its of its creation on this earth for what it's truly meant to be, which is the fulfillment project. Now, will I still talk about business? Yes, because that's just part of my life. But I want this more to be around mindset exercises, reflections, and just some deep inner work on yourself so that you can feel fulfilled every single day. Because I know what it is like hustling and grinding and putting in the action for your goals and still seeing that goal not coming to light. And here's the thing with success or achievement or goal chasing. 
it is a sliding scale. It is forever moving. So you reach one level and all of a sudden you see the next level. You reach that level or you get close to it and then you see the next level. And there's never a point of destination. And if we aren't working on being in fulfillment and having gratitude and having peace with exactly where we are, you will never feel fulfilled. And it will be an unfulfilling chase your entire life. And I don't want that for you because that is massive unfulfillment, right? Like it doesn't matter how much money you have or how much status you have or how many amazing people that you are helping or all the things that you have or, you know, whatever that list of success or a happy life or a fulfillment is for you. We are always trying to work on these things. But if you don't find that inner satisfaction and fulfillment in the journey, then you're never going to be happy. And, and like, that's what, like, fulfillment is that deep-rooted happiness and fulfillment in yourself, even when you're, you're not where you want to be. Like, that's what fulfillment is, because you are never, ever exactly where you want to be because it is a sliding scale. And, and I've come to this truth more and more, and it is so deep-rooted in me now, and something I've been practicing this year and growing deeper into, and something that I've realized and there are a lot of like tactics and shifts and, and mindset things and exercises and values and things that I work on every single day so that I can be in the hustle and the grind and, and the looking forward to what I want, but yet every day feel a deep satisfaction and fulfillment within myself. And to me, that is the greatest level of success because you're always going to be wanting more. Like that, we're, that is just human nature. And if you are a business owner or someone who listens to podcasts like this, I know you are growth-minded. I know you want big, amazing, grandiose things for yourself that you don't know how you're going to get yet, but you want them. Like, these are the people we attract into podcasts like this. Like, not everybody takes their time away from music or entertainment to listen to a show like this. So I know that you are on that growth path. And from this moment forward, I want to help you feel fulfilled every single day in that achievement scale that you're on. So that's what this show is going to be about moving forward. I am giving myself full permission to step into that because that is what I have been called to do for quite some time now and I've been resisting it. I am still a business coach. You know, that is what we do in our business. Um, I see the fulfillment project as a book and I'm starting to lay out the framework of what that looks like. I see the fulfillment project as an annual event for women. Women are who I want to serve. Men, if you're still listening to the show, if that's cool, like stay with me, we're good. But, you know, I want to serve women and I want to really help women feel that connection with themselves, feel that connection with what they're doing and feel that peace and ease and fulfillment in everything that they are doing because most days we feel like we are not enough. We feel like we are not doing enough. We feel like we are not giving enough. We feel like we are not achieving enough. And that is such an unfulfilling journey to be on. So this is what the fulfillment project is going to be about moving forward. Will its identity shift in the future? Probably. <laughs> like that, that's just what we are. That's, that's just what we do. We, we are growth creatures who crave more and more and more. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
but it's finding the peace and the connection and the fulfillment from a moment-to-moment basis while we're on that journey. And that's why it's called the Fulfillment Project. It's a project. It's a never-ending project that we build on. And I want to do that with you. So for this episode today, I want to dive in to talk about the difference between personal development and spiritual development. And I had always considered myself a spiritual person. I've never been a religious person. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. I just never saw myself completely conforming to one view or one way of doing anything. I've always considered myself a free creature, free-spirited, go with how I'm feeling at this moment in time for what I want to believe in. And, I, and to me, like, that's what spirit, spirituality is. It's growing into who you are as a person in this moment in time and taking whatever beliefs you believe to be true and good for you. So I've always believed myself to be a spiritual person, but I've never really known what spiritual development was. I've always loved the spiritual stores. You know the ones, the ones with the incense, Um, I've been drawn to crystals more in the past year. Um, You know, I've been drawn to yoga more. And there are different, I guess you could say, spiritual practices that I have felt myself called towards. But I've never really felt like I was a massive hippie, rebel against society type of stereotype that we put on the spiritual community. And, and to be honest, like I, I bought into that stereotype. I just did until I met more and more spiritual people that were not that, you know, hippie stereotype. And I started to break down how I saw the spiritual world. And, you know, if you are someone who listens to podcasts like this, like obviously you are, you're here. Hello. Welcome. You do personal development and I, I've realized this huge difference between personally developing yourself and spiritually developing yourself. And this was not an intentional practice. It's just the journey I've been on this entire year for 2019. So to me, you know, like I started personal developing myself probably it was about 2008. Um, you know, if you've listened to this show, you probably know my story. Um, you know, I witnessed a murder when I was 19 years old, which led me into a massive downward spiral of, you know, uh, emotionally and verbally abusive relationships, not constructive relationships, um, a lot of drug, a lot of alcohol abuse, and just this void that I was filling within myself. There was a lot of, uh, like, uh, sex addiction. There was shopping addiction. Like, I was an adrenaline junkie to make myself feel anything, for so long. And I'm definitely still a recovering adrenaline junkie for different sources, but I've done a lot of development within myself to overcome these quick fixes in life that ultimately do not lead to fulfillment. So when I came out of that drug-fueled world in 2008 and I found fitness, is when I started to really learn about personal development. And this is when I found like Tony Robbins and self-help books and, you know, all these things that encompass personal development. So personal development, my interpretation of it is the skills that you start to acquire of yourself that make you a better functioning human. 
So this can be anything from, you know, this can be in business, it can be in relationships, it can be, you know, in that self-help world. So you might be learning about, you know, discipline and consistency. That's one thing that fitness really taught me. And I think that fitness is such a great gateway to developing yourself because it starts putting that focus back into yourself. And in order to focus on yourself and and have those massive change within your physical body or even your internal health of your body, there needs to be discipline and consistency and a really self-starter, self-motivation aspect to yourself. And that's what fitness and And getting into that realm is like, that's why I say it's like a gateway because it starts you looking at yourself and going, okay, if I can be disciplined and consistent in this area, what else can I change in my life? And this is where we start looking at maybe like time management, structure and organization in your life. Maybe it's performing at higher levels in your life or in your business. Maybe it's improving your communication. Um, That could be for business. That could be for relationships. That could be with your team. That could be at your work. Maybe you want to work on emotional intelligence, like mindset shifts. All of that is personal development. It's making you a better human and you function better in this world at a better level and you feel better about yourself doing it. You believe in a you know, I am, I, you take the self-responsibility. Basically, that's what I believe personal development to be is you take the ownership for your life. You take on that self-responsibility to say, I am going to work at making myself a better human. And I have been personally developing myself now for going on 11 years. And to me, I believe, and it doesn't have to go in this order, but this is how it happened with me is that, you know, working on this for, you know, 10 or 11 years before the spiritual development started, It's kind of like when you're a growth-minded person and you achieve one thing, you're like, ooh, like what's next? Like, how else can I be a better human? (laughs) You know, we're like on like the track, especially those of you, if you're like me, you're like, let's achieve more and more and more. And how can I get better and better? And once you become this really awesome, amazing human being who's high functioning, you start asking what deeper levels of myself can I start developing? And this is where I found spiritual development and how I have a really great understanding, still newbie, still newbie level, like this is a very newbie conversation with you um, from what I've learned and really just this past year because I had my moment in January where I woke up. So spiritual development is when you wake up and there's kind of different phases to this. There's, There's like surface level phase and I think everybody is always in this surface level phase you know that you are a soul. We know that we have souls. We all use that language. And to me, that soul is that spark inside of you. It's what makes you, you. It's, it's what makes us connect to other human beings. And we can look at this from a relationship standpoint. You know, there are many men I see out in the world where physically I'm like, yeah, you're attractive. Like you're a very good looking man. But from a connection standpoint, from that soul connection standpoint, I'm like, meh, not for me. You know, have you ever been on a date and you're like, this looks great on paper, but there's just something not pulling me. Like that, that's a soul connection with someone. So our soul is that internal spark inside of you that makes you, you. This goes beyond personality. This goes beyond traits. It's who you are. And I think we've all met those people where we can't, really describe like why we feel connection with them or we feel like we've known them forever. Like there's just, you know, soul connection. 
So I think from a surface level, we all understand that we have a soul. Like we get that. And then there is a next level, which is more the awareness phase. And this is this the state that I was in for about two years before this year, where I believed I was a really good human functioning. I developed myself. I was not the person I was back in 2006, 7, 8, you know, in a massive destruction phase. I was high, highly functioning in the world. And there was this something missing phase. There was perhaps a lack of connection with myself, why I was doing certain things, and this longing for more. And that's kind of the the gateway awareness into waking up. And then when you wake up, you actually realize that you are a soul in a fleshy body, in a human body, having a human experience. And that's probably not something new. You've probably heard that before. And I definitely had heard that before I woke up. But when you wake up, you get it. And when you wake up, you realize, oh my God, I am in control of everything that goes on in my life. And when you actually wake up, you start to shift who you are as a person and how you view yourself and the world. You realize that you have a very temporary time on this earth. You realize that a lot of what you're seeing is not real. It's drama. It's hype. It's shit made up by other people to keep you in fear and to keep you small. And you start to realize your much, much, much higher potential. And when you start to shift your view of yourself and this world, you start to see everything as a ripple effect. And you start to realize that everything you do has this bigger ripple effect on your life than you think. And this is what gives you the control because there is actually a mirror that is held up to you. And this might sound kind of like woo-woo or weird to you, or it might sound super cool, but this whole process is really fucking hard. (laughs) Because when you wake up and when there is a mirror held up to exactly who you are and how you're operating, you actually see all the negative sides of yourself. So we are really great at lying to ourselves, thinking that we're doing great things in the world, thinking that we're good operating human beings. But when this mirror is held up to yourself, you actually see your ego. And this has been my journey this entire year. Like I woke up in January and I've been noticing my ego more. And when you notice your ego more, it can actually paralyze you. So it has paralyzed me from showing up on social media. It has paralyzed me from putting out content like this for you. It has paralyzed me from even, I don't want to say marketing our business because I feel like we, I do that in a very authentic way. It's, it's not salesy, but you start questioning why you're doing things. You start questioning, okay, am I just doing this to like feed my, feed my own needs or am I doing this to really show up and serve other people? And that's when you start noticing the duality between your true, true authentic self and your ego that shows up. And this is what spiritual development is. 
It has nothing to do with like beads or chanting or, you know, you know, all that hippie stuff. And I'm not downgrading that. I'm, I'm just saying the stereotype of the spiritual world has been, it's, it's, it's just wrong. The way that it's portrayed in movies and mainstream media. And I can see it being portrayed as wrong because, you know, if the world all woke up, <laughs> the government would not operate the way that it can. The school system would not operate the way that it is. The world would completely shift. And a lot of people who are in power making money from us being in fear would lose that control. So mainstream media doesn't want to talk about what spiritual development really is. But I think that we're at a time in our lives where we are craving this more and more. We are in a state where we don't just want superficial relationships or we don't want just superficial things in our life. We want to feel a deep, meaningful connection to everything that we are doing. And this is why there are so many people feeling unfulfilled with their jobs, unfulfilled in relationships, you know, ask, questioning like, is this all there is? There's more depression than there ever has been in the world. And it's because we're on this verge of waking up, but there's a lot of resistance because it's just not talked about enough. And this is why I feel this pull to help you in this process, to let you know it's okay to question everything that you do and everything that you are and how you act and how you talk and how you show up because it's actually going to develop you. And on the other side of that, there is going to be an amazing, amazing soul and human being that comes out of that. So I believe that developing yourself spiritually will help you be a way, way, way better human because when you start to develop yourself spiritually, you are forced to heal all the wounds within yourself, all of them. And this is the hard work. So when you personally develop yourself, like, and I've been learning, like studying high performance for a long time. It's cool. Like just, you know, structure your life better, have better clarity, you know, put more self-responsibility on yourself, you know, show up better, like have more confidence, like all those things we can actually do. But in order to develop yourself spiritually, you have to go deep within yourself. And I mean deep within yourself. And you have to go back on your life and start to heal the things that really hurt you. And we all have this. And it usually starts with your family. And you have to stop and you have to look at, number one, forgiveness can you forgive yourself for an incident that happened, something that you said, something that you didn't say, something that you let played out that you didn't want to play out? Can you forgive the other people that were in that situation for hurting you, for not standing up for you, for not believing in you? And then the second thing that we have to do aside from forgiveness is look at what was your role in all of that? And how can you start shifting that role differently to change the outcome? So here's an example. Something that I've been working on is the relationship with my mom. And like my mom, 
she is a tough lady. Like she knows how to get shit done. She, you know, runs the family. Um, like she, she's got insane work ethic, a strong-willed, stubborn woman. And I, I, I envy her for that. But I let that relationship break down with my mom about 10 years ago when I started going into my own company and I gave up dental hygiene. And, you know, at first I took on the belief that she didn't believe in me. She didn't want me to do this. She wanted to keep me small. She didn't understand me. And I built this story around not showing them what it was like to run my business or how well I was doing or even let them in on my life. So I shut my parents out for 10 years. I stopped calling my mom. I lived three hours away from her. We would talk like, like two or three times per year. And that's not okay. So when you start to realize your role in every situation and that it's not someone else's fault, this is what it means to truly, truly spiritually develop yourself as a soul. Because no one else has the power to change your life or the outcome that has happened or will come other than you. And when we start really, really taking on this personal responsibility, we are the ones that have to start making that change. So this mirror that was held up to me, seeing this relationship with my mom, seeing how I pushed her away, I shut her out. I, I developed this story around what she thought of me. And I saw that it was all, it wasn't real. It wasn't real. And I actually saw how hurt she was that I pushed her away. And when this mirror is held up to yourself, you actually see, like what I said, you see all those negative sides of yourself and you see that ego that was built up. These walls, this protection that you build against yourself to keep you safe. Like that's what the ego does. It keeps you safe. So whether you were, you know, bullied or there was sexual assault or there was family issues or a bad relationship or you were fired or someone put you down or like what, whatever that negative situation was in your life, we put up these walls so that we don't have to feel that pain so that we can think of ourselves as a, a better human who can take this on. And that's what the ego does. It shuts down your emotions to make you feel better. But the more and more we build these walls and this exterior protection of ourselves, the less we let people in and the less fulfillment we feel within ourselves. So what I did at the beginning of this year, I started to realize all this around Christmas when I, when I was home. So I drove home from Kingston, which is three hours from where I live. I got home. And I realized how much I missed my mom. We were home for about four days. We've really been integrating like Joe and Joe's kids in with the family and had a whole you know, Christmas together. And, and I really, really liked that. So I went home and I texted my mom and I flat out said, like, I miss you. I miss talking to you. You know, can we have a phone call every single week? So going from talking to my mom like two or three times per year on the phone and it was never catch up. It was always about stuff that was happening maybe seeing her for, you know, birthdays or Christmas or, you know, for a week at her house with the pool in the summer, like just small, like micro, micro relationship with my mom throughout a year. So I went home and I messaged her. I said, can I, I, I miss you. You know, I really want to talk to you more. Can we talk on the phone every single week? 
And the message I got back from her was a longer text message than I've ever got from my mom because it's usually like two words and an emoji. She, I could tell the, the happiness and, you know, the, the gratitude and the, the excitement that was in her for me stepping forward, initiating that. Because just as I put up my ego through the years, she put up her ego too. That's what we do. So look at a relationship or anything or any falling out that you have with someone. We put up ego. There are ego on either side. There are walls that are put up on either side. And those walls will stop you from actually stepping forward and healing. Because in order for you to step forward and start that healing of that situation, you need to be vulnerable. And that fucking sucks. And that's raw, raw, raw emotion. So when I did that, and then, so I step forward, I step forward, I'm raw, I'm emotional, I'm vulnerable. I see excitement in her. So I initiate a positive outcome. She initiates back a positive outcome. And now we can keep moving forward. Because a lot of the times we make up stories in our head of what this person is thinking, whether it's your family, whether it's a coworker, whether it's a friend or a relationship, we make up a narrative in our head of what they're thinking and what they're saying. We all do this. So in order to break the narrative down, we need to have real open conversations. So all this year, my mom and I, we talked every single week, unless uh, I was away or she was away, we had a phone conversation and just catching up. And the more you catch up on surface level conversations and the more frequent conversations you have, the more you're forced to go into deeper and deeper conversation. Um, I invited my parents to come to our Canadian Fitness Business Summit to actually see what we do. Like they had no idea what Joe and I do, like no idea. So they got to see, you know, the level of impact that we have on people, like our mission, like what we want to do, like how we show up and serve and, and some insight into like why I'm busy. And I think like I realized from my mom's perspective, she saw me as not making her a priority, which A, I wasn't. And B, she didn't understand what I did. So she didn't understand the busyness of my life. And that's not an excuse for me not touching base with her. It just, when there are two sides to the story, you know, two perspectives, and we don't see the full story going on from each other's perspectives, we make up that narrative in our head. So she came to the summit and then we had a weekend away in May. And my mom and I had not spent a weekend together like that in over 10 years. We hadn't had time alone. We hadn't had over 48 hours of just her and I together to talk, to not have other people around. And that was the best thing I could have ever done. And this is part of spiritual development because it, it when it heals parts of your soul, I started showing up in my relationship for Joe better I started showing up in our business better, the way I, I taught, um, the way I coach with our clients, inspiration. It affects your whole life. And if you don't think that the wounds that you're hiding and running from are not affecting your whole life, you will never understand until you actually start healing. And Ryan Yukomi. He runs a really great podcast called The Soul Wealth Podcast. He's out of BC. Um, he was on, on this show back in August talking about money mindset. And he didn't say this on his show, but I've heard him say before that 
a lot of the root issues in your life, so whether it's, you know, you don't have energy or you can't make enough money or there's all this like shit happening in your life and you feel like, oh, like I can't get ahead with where I'm trying to go. If you're not fixing the root issues in your life and family is usually at the root, nothing else in your life will change. And I think if we can look at this from an internal healing perspective. So I went to school for holistic nutrition and those of you who are in the holistic world or even those of you who are in fitness, we know that there is a root cause for something. You know, someone has high blood pressure, just giving them a high blood pressure medication doesn't fix the root cause of why that person has high blood pressure. You know, we're band-aiding the issue. So a lot of us are trying to band-aid our lives and not get to the root of what is actually causing us discomfort and dis-ease within our life. And so many of our souls are diseased. They are diseased. They are diseased. And we are suffering because of it. Because we're not willing to fix this deep-rooted, painful stuff. So... That has been my, a a portion, (laughs) that has been a portion of my spiritual development this year is going to the root. And the relationship with my mom is even better. We have another trip planned in a few weeks in July. Um, We're talking every week. And the more I'm developing that relationship with my mom and healing that and having those better conversations, the more I'm starting to see awareness for other things. Like my sister and I. My sister and I were so close when we grew up and we have zero relationship right now, zero. And that's starting to cause me a lot of pain. And when we start to heal certain areas of our life, like what I said, it just, it opens up to be like, oh, you know, I'm being the asshole because of this and I'm being the asshole because of that. And this is where my responsibility lies with this. And we start to realize the things that we need to fix. And this is what spiritual development is. It's taking full, like full, 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 raw responsibility for everything that's happening in your life so that you can step forward and initiate the hard conversations so that you can say, I'm sorry, first, so that you can start deciding how you want to show up and act and speak differently in situations. No one else can do that but you. And what the ego does is tries to put blame on everybody else for your problems. So when you start to wake up, your ego starts to be pushed aside and it is your soul inside going, no, like this is on you. This has nothing to do with anybody else. And that is what spiritual development is for me. (laughs) Like I said, I've just started this in about December, January-ish. And that is how I am interpreting this whole journey. And this is a journey. And let me tell you, this is a roller coaster of emotions. (laughs) I actually look at personal development now as like fun. Like, yeah, it's hard to change your mindset around something. It is hard to change, you know, your discipline and actually being, you know, self-motivated to do something and self-starting. Like changing habits in your life is hard because you start, because we are habitual creatures and you need to change that. But when you start looking at the spiritual development side, it is a roller coaster of emotions because you start realizing, A, the truth within yourself, 
and B, the resistance of your old self and who you were still trying to hold you down. And I like to see it as almost like onions. Like we peel layers of ourself. And just when you think like, oh, I've made it. I'm on the other side. I am this amazing human being at such a deep soul level. I'm here. You start to realize and have more awareness for another issue that you need to fix in your life. And it is a roller coaster because what you start to see is your old self dying. And it's literally like a grieving process. And there can be mild phases of depression. There's about three times this year where I had to step back and ask myself, like, are you depressed? Like feeling lack of connection, you know, with my life or with my business or with showing up or just with what I'm doing in general and questioning everything in my life, energy low, mood low. And then a few weeks later, you're on this, like this insane high because you've had a breakthrough from something. So it is a roller coaster. And the more I've seen the highs and the lows and, and the, you know, the peaks and the valleys, the more I'm starting to understand and be okay with this roller coaster. And so here's an example. I have been feeling very disconnected to the gym this year. I did a whole show on you know, being out of the gym for seven weeks at the beginning of this year because I like literally couldn't show up to the gym. There are times I would drive to the gym and I would sit in the parking lot for 30 minutes procrastinating checking messages on social media, maybe doing an Instagram story and like literally just being an asshole to myself and sabotaging myself from going inside. And there are many times where I have like literally drove to the gym, sat there for 30 minutes, procrastinated, sabotaged and drove home. Yes, I have done that to myself this year, many times. And then I would get mad at myself. (laughs) I'd be like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, just go do it. And I would force myself through a workout and I would feel better and I'd get like inhalation and like my ego would be pumped up and I'd be like, yeah, no, like you got this. And then I would go through like a valley again of being like, why am I here? Like, I'm not connected with this. And I've been feeling more called to slower paced movement. Like I love moving my body. It makes me feel good. I, I think we can all agree with that. And I've been called to do more yoga And I've been resisting it. I've done a few classes. I've tried to talk myself out of it. I did an Instagram story the other day about, you know, almost like talking myself out of going and I made myself go. And I've been resisting it. And I went to this yoga class. And at the end of it, in Shavasana, when we're laying there, we were doing a lot of like hip opening. And and a lot of hip opening is a lot of emotional release. And I realized how much resistance I was having from yoga because old Sarah, fitness Sarah, you know, fitness model, IFBB pro Sarah knows that in order to keep her body, you know, in a state that she loves and feels comfortable in, it means lifting weights. It means doing cardio. It means having that structured regimen. Yoga was not in that realm of of who Sarah was in order to get the results she wanted for her body. So I had been resisting falling into yoga and doing what felt good and what felt called to me. And I, I had that awareness yesterday and I was like, and I drove home and I'm bawling my eyes out on the way home. And I was like, oh my God, like, it's okay. You can have results in your life, no matter what you're doing, if the intention is there. So I was seeing a part of my old self die and my new self seeing the growth I was having and, and that side of myself I wanted to step into and the resistance between the two. So when we start toggling between 
developing ourselves as a soul and, and these spiritual levels and these layers of onions that we peel back, we feel like we're going fucking crazy. And I'm telling you on a day-to-day basis, the growth is so fast that I feel like I'm crazy. And I am so thankful that I have amazing humans in my life, like Brenda Johnston and my fiance, Joe, and a lot of our clients are on spiritual journeys as well that, you know, we have conversations with. So I don't feel alone and I know I'm not crazy. I know it's just part of the journey. So if you are embarking on something like this, maybe you're listening going, man, Sarah, I like that that chick is out there. Or maybe you are resonating with this. Whatever, wherever you're at, cool. If this is resonating with you, find a community to, 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 to support these. Please, please, please. Because we are not bred in a society to welcome and to develop this spiritual side of yourself. It is becoming more common. It is. But I just urge you so that you don't feel crazy so that you don't feel like you are depressed, so that you don't feel like you are letting yourself down, so you don't feel anxious about stepping into a new side of yourself that you have no idea how to operate in. Like, I literally feel like I've taken one, like, I've stepped into a completely different human body, if that makes any sense. That's exactly how I feel. And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to, like, move in this body. It's weird. It's like putting on a new shirt. It's like putting on a new pair of jeans for the first time. And you're like squatting down and you're trying to like work them in. And, you know, the, the, the jeans that you maybe wash like three times per year because you love that relaxed, loose fit. Yeah, that's what it feels like when you start to step into those higher level, deep soul sides of yourself. So if you're there, I am right there with you, my friend. If you feel like you are like, I can see glimpses of that, but I'm not sure find a community. Maybe I will create a community for us, you know, the fulfillment project community. I don't know yet, but this is where I'm at. And I hope that this can maybe shed some clarity, shed some light, shed some, you know, distinction between what is personal development and what is spiritual development and perhaps allow you to slide into that spiritual soul development of yourself a little bit easier because I know what the resistance feels like because you have no idea what that even looks like. You're like, I know it's there, but like, what the fuck is it? So if we want the, these deeper truths within ourselves, we need to learn to allow, we need to learn to let go. We need to learn to get really, really curious. Like get curious with yourself. And this is what I've been doing a lot this year, going on nature walks or like deep, like surrendering more into yoga, like not pushing myself for achievement or, you know, all these things that might, that feel my, feed my ego more. And it feels really weird because I only knew how to operate from my ego, you know, more money, you know, bigger and better things, more trips, um, lavish lifestyle, um, like higher ranks, more achievement, more authority, like blah, blah, blah. Like it was great. It, like it's like from the business aspect, like we need that to grow a brand and a business. But really my ego was fueling that so, so, so much. And I see this now. And I didn't think I was like a bad human to begin with. And that, that's the thing. We really like, we're not bad humans. We just see the shadow sides of ourselves. And once you see the shadow side of yourself, you can't 
unsee it. And that's the process of waking up. You're like, oh, that's not a good side of myself. Why would you do that? You know, you look at yourself, and you're like, I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> that's really how you start viewing yourself when you wake up. But it also allows you to have that control to develop a higher version of yourself. And this is what it means to step into your higher self. And there are many layers to your higher self. And it is a fucking journey, my friend. It is a journey. So like strap in. It's like a roller coaster. Like you better crank that protection. Like, you know, like on a roller coaster, it like comes in, it like clicks in. And then there's also like a seat belt and there's like a holy shit handles. Yeah. I am fucking strapped into that right now because I have been on a roller coaster this entire year, but I would not change it for a second because the deep level of fulfillment in what I'm doing, how I'm connecting, even like how I'm showing up for you right now, like I have no notes in front of me. I'm like literally just speaking from truth. And this is why I have been feel felt the calling to shift this podcast because just talking about business and marketing, as much as I love it, that's what I coach on. This side of myself has been feeling, it's, it's like it's a, something that's been caged in <laughs> and, it, and it wants to be let loose. So I want to help serve you from this fulfillment level, from this spiritual level, to allow you to step into a higher version of yourself that can feel fulfilled and peaceful every single day in whatever it is that you're doing, life, business, relationships, life, life. Like we're doing this thing called life. Like we're here. Like, hello, we're here. So we might as well do this at our highest, highest levels and healing all those negative things and those shadow sides of yourself so that you can let go and you can release and you can forgive and step into a happier, more fulfilling place. So yeah, that's what we're going to do. Welcome to year two. Hey, I rhymed and I didn't even see. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know. <laughs> awesome. I will catch you on the next episode. If this resonates with you, please reach out. If you want someone to support you in this, let me be, let me be that for you. Reach out. Tag me on Instagram. Let me know you like this show. Let me know you like this content. I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 